The Return of the Ding Dong. Beautiful pull down by Bergkamp! Ladies, children, animals, aliens, everybody. How are we all doing tonight? Very well, thank you, Mr. Neil. Oh, Mr. Neil. Thanks. All good? Survived another day, boys? Day off work again? Yeah, it was a good day, actually. I quite enjoyed the football today. There was only one game that was um, pretty garbage, but yeah, most of them were were fairly entertaining. Was that the game we told Robert Sammons to watch? Yeah, sorry about that, Rob. <laughs> the one game, <laughs> the one game we chose out ball four was there was the worst one. Uh, Can only apologise. Yeah. You yeah. should have known what you were getting yourself into by yeah. asking us, though. Exactly, you took that decision. So yeah, yeah, that's done. Uh, I do also think, Kingo, there's there's going to be a few people listening that are going to want to know, you know, how was the the dog poo pickup? <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Um, you know, I'm a gentleman, so so I, I don't. I'm not going to. Not going to talk about that stuff, but come on! <laughs> I sorted the dishwasher out last night. Nothing. Oh. I mean, I live alone, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> but it's your own fault. You could have treated yourself. Exactly. You could have been like, no. reward for emptying yeah, the dishwasher. Yeah, well done. Well done, me. <laughs> I was too tired from doing the dishwasher, so straight to sleep. <laughs> uh, interesting day of football today, wasn't it? What did, who did we have at first? Uh, Switzerland, wasn't it? Switzerland, uh, Cameroon. Way more than I thought I would, actually. I thought that one would be a nil-nil ball fest. And obviously there was only one goal, but Switzerland were way more adventurous than I thought they'd be. And and actually Cameroon were pretty good as well. Entertaining game. I thought it was when it was a nil-nil for most of the game. I thought, oh, actually, it's quite an interesting nil-nil based on what we were talking about yesterday. But uh, yeah, Switzerland managed to score. So I had a little bet on that game uh, that came in. It was... Granite Xhaka to have a shot on target. And he had, I thought, he's going to have one of those rasping shots he always has, doesn't he? He always has one long ranger. And I was just going to hope that was going on target. And on like the 14th minute, he had a shot and it went miles over the bar. And I was like, well, that's, bit, that's that bit gone then. And then on the 88th minute, he had a shot on target. I had a little dance. Uh, you had a little dance? How much did you win? £14. Oh, big money. Yeah. Beers on you. Or beer is on yeah, you. Nowadays, days. Beer, yeah. yeah. Uh, talking of nil nils, I know uh, the Switzerland Cameroon game. There was a goal. Um, Uruguay South Korea was love eggs, wasn't it? Was love eggs. Is that the, we are going with love eggs? Then is that the phrase we're going with? We've, yep. Yeah, we've had nothing else sent our way, so yeah. we'll own it and we'll claim it. Yeah, okay, let's go for it. Love eggs. Yeah. Uh, we did have. You remember we were having that conversation about. Um, entertaining nil-nils. Mm. 
So a, a, a dear listener had, has got in touch regarding that and suggested England v Italy. Do you remember? Uh, the qualification for 98. Yep. See, so if that, I, I, I think it's memorable because we needed to get a draw in Turin rather than the fact that it was a great nil-nil. I think if it I, been, I think if it had been the middle of the qualification stage, I don't think it would have had the impact it did. Yeah, it was memorable because of, it was what we needed and we did it. It wasn't one of those games that, I mean, I can't actually remember if there was any chances. I'm sure there was. but no, I remember Paul Ince got his head cut, didn't he? He had a bandage on. He yeah. did. Terry Butcher-esque. So, that, so we, we're going to disagree with the listener, are we? On yeah. this occasion, I think so, yeah. I think it, we're, we're still looking for that nil-nil, but it was a really entertaining game. Um, and that's not what we've had so far. There you go, Barry. You have been told. Uh, back to the drawing board for you, my friend. Uh, Uruguay, South Korea, is that one that's going to live on in memory? I don't nope. even remember happening today. No. Nope. It, was, uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't the best game. I think there was chances <laughs> and it was... It wasn't horrendously boring, but it was. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not one that I'm going to look back on fondly. Suarez looked shot. They, they kept saying it on commentary, but he just they were, he offered nothing. I was really disappointed with Suarez. You have yeah. to. You have. You have to look at that Uruguay squad though and go. When your strikers are Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani, there's something probably a little bit wrong. I mean, Godin's got to be pushing. Pushing. Yeah, what is he, 38 ish. Yeah, now? exactly. Yeah. So they're think... aging squad. Yeah, I mean, what this again is one of those really small population things, isn't it? it was, someone said on, I think it was on commentary or halftime that the population is the same as Greater Manchester um, in Uruguay. So you know, it's, the fact that they've had, you know, Suarez, Cavani, they've got Nunes, Bentacor, and um, Valverde in the squad now, it's, it's actually pretty impressive, I suppose. Although, do you remember at the World Cup four years ago, everyone was saying how you could field an England team full of Yorkshiremen? So yeah, maybe it's the same thing. I'm fact checking you, Wes. About what? Population. Yeah, populations. You can't just throw out something. Like oh, that. that's not me. That's Gabby Logan. I'm pretty sure Gabby Logan was the one that said it. Well, I'm consider me fact checking your best friend, Gabby Logan. All right. So they've yeah. got a population of 3.4 million. What's yeah. The population of Greater Manchester then. 2.8. That's not so too wrong. far off. It's not too far. I mean, off. it's wrong. Yeah. It's 600,000 people, which is a lot of people. It's a lot of people, Wes. Uh, you couldn't fit 600,000 people in your house. Well, I think I could. I reckon you'd get reward for doing the dishwasher then, though. Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. yeah the odds would be in my favour that time, definitely. Yeah. Because they so say that... that if you if you, if you you get all the humans together, I saw this on Instagram, so it must be true, um, and you squidge them all into a big ball of goo, um, it would be roughly the same uh, width as Central Park in, in New York. So I reckon I could get 600,000 people in my house. Yes, if you squash them, manage to squash them all into a, some sort of human goo, though. Yeah. Which I don't think you have the ability to do. Or I reckon it's probably illegal as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think they'd be alive after being squashed into a massive ball. It's, it's unlikely. Not many people have, have survived that. So What sort of crap are you reading? Well, I mean, this was a picture of a big ball of goo. Was it attention, right? Was it humans? Well, it it no. I mean, it didn't look like humans. It looked like a big red ball of goo. 
that was huge in the middle slime. of the park. Yeah, I would say slimy. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I can try and track it down and put it on the Twitter if you want. Uh, no, I don't want to. No. No, because we've got bigger things to talk about, Wes. Right. You know what that is, don't you? Uh, do I? Ding dong. Oh, the ding dong. Great ding, ding dong. Ding dong. Oh. That, the, the last 15, 20 minutes of that game, brilliant. It could have been an even better ding dong if they'd if bloody uh, they hadn't fallen over when he took the ball off. But yeah, so I'm ashamed to say I fell asleep at one nil. Oh mate, you should have stayed awake. That was a cracker of a game. <laughs> I know. I woke up and I was like, "Fuck's sake!" I would go as far as saying that's probably the best game we've seen so far in the World Cup as well. well it's a ding dong, of course it is. Yeah. The the thing that got me is so obviously you know Portugal scored dodgy penalty in my opinion. Ronaldo dies. What a scumbag. And then and then they uh, Ghana get straight back into it. And then they took off their two players that were actually causing Portugal some trouble. So seemingly we're going, right, we're gonna try and you know, wrap you know, keep the point. We're gonna try and keep the point. Immediately conceded two goals. Like, did you see the Neil, were you awake enough at time to see the guy they were celebrating the goal still? Uh, on the sideline when AU got substituted and then they turned around to see that Portugal had scored. No. So they, yeah, as soon as they made the substitutions to sort of defend the uh, the draw, they immediately conceded. And then they conceded again immediately. It was, it was only like two minutes between each goal, weren't there? Yeah. And then, um, and then Portugal seemed to take, they took Ronaldo off and they, I think they took another attacking player off, maybe Yao Felix. And then Akana went and scored almost immediately after that had happened as well. Um, so, yeah, don't try and defend Leeds. Just keep keep going at teams. And I did like the fact that for Ghana's second goal, <laughs> the player ran off and did the Ronaldo yeah, did celebration. The yeah. And then was like, oh, no, shit, it's 3-2. We should run back to the second <laughs> <laughs> That sudden panic. Yeah. I, yeah, I also really liked when... Um, the player came around the back of the keeper and took the ball off Ronaldo's face. <laughs> he looked, oh, yeah, he looked like he'd, he'd shit himself. Yeah, they've got. A, I've seen a live thing of it, that happening and then his reaction as it's happening. And yeah, he, oh, it, the, the, he just he's, the look of sheer panic on his face is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Love it. Well, Danny Rose famously uh, did that for Stevenage the other week. Famously, famously, yeah, fam- well, famous. In- in yeah. Dion, Dion Dublin also did it to Shea Gibbon in a did he? Coventry I, versus I, Newcastle game. I remember that one, yeah. Dion so Dublin. There. See, well, Dion yeah. Dublin, he does that show, doesn't he? Homes Under the Hammer. Thank you, Homes Under the Hammer. No, wait, but you're, what's a, he's got a dube, hasn't he? Dion, Dion Dublin's dube. It's like a box drum thing, isn't it? Well, I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. What is it? Yeah, so it's basically a box you sit on and you... Sp- you spank the sides of it. Excuse it me. Makes, you've got to spank it. You've got to spank your dupe. You've got <laughs> so, to spank your dupe. Yeah. So you, sp- <laughs> you, you spank it and it makes it makes lots of different noises depending on what side you're hitting at. Oh, trying very hard not to react to the great catch did... that's just happened in the Giants game. Yes, yeah, so I, should, the... I should I should, should say, actually, while we're recording this, is uh, Thanksgiving in America. So there is NFL on in the background for all of us. And yeah, so you might hear the odd, wow. It will be related to that, or someone's got out their Dion Dublin's dupe. Yeah, I want to know how Dion Dublin went from doing homes under the hammer, which basically just completely walked away from football, 
and then I somehow managed to do commentating for the World Cup. Andros Townsend was on earlier though. Like I don't, I don't think they've got much options. But they, they yeah, must think... have. They surely they've got better options than Dion Dublin. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think they have. They keep the, like Danny Murphy, Martin Keown keep getting jobs. Yeah. I mean, Martin Keown's the most boring man on the planet. He's and one of the most money. ugly men on the planet. Yeah. Um, talking of the the ding dong return, the return of the ding dong, we did have a a couple of bits of communication related to the the ding dong. I think it, Kerry Ann on Twitter, quite simply tweeted as a picture of Pingu ringing a bell. Pingu ding dong, yeah, which is excellent. Uh, and Danny on Twitter, uh, Portugal three, Ghana two, a ding dong out of nowhere. How do you deal all deal with that kind of dong? I guess he's talking about a surprise dong. Oh, I don't think there's anything better than a surprise dong. Best I kind only, of dong. Oh, yeah, I only yeah a dong, a dong that you don't see coming is is that's the best kind. Also dangerous, I but myself for a dong yeah. straight away it has to be a surprise for me. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh, you're not you're not counting it as a ding dong if you are aware it's going to happen. Yeah. That's, what? Who who has a preempted ding dong? Wrestling. Wrestling is preempted, right? Yeah, they know. We we don't know. And boy, had I got some ding dongs. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, final game tonight, uh, or today, I should say, was uh, Brazil v Serbia, wasn't it? Was he? Yeah. Serbia. A little bit restrained for me. I wanted them to kind of go for Brazil, especially in that first half. But they just, I don't know, just didn't have it in them, I suppose. I think they were. They they gave too much which you obviously you should do but they gave too much respect to brazil i think they were really like just just sat back and and try to catch them on the break but and i think that worked for kind of what 60 60 minutes yeah and then as soon as brazil scored that was it that just that i mean it could have been five or six i think they hit the post and hit the crossbar a couple of times and yeah, there was a good couple of chances in there where they should have probably scored. Um, but yeah, as soon as Brazil got one, and I think you you looked at it probably half time. I think people were saying that Brazil look off pace; they're not going to go through it. And then the second half was just completely different. And you just you look at all the players they were bringing on, like throughout the game, and you just like from the bench, you know that squad is so stacked. Like I know, yeah. granted, one of the one of those subs was Fred, but. They're bringing on, they're bringing on Jesus. They're bringing on Anthony. They're like, just, it's just, yeah, just crazy how good that squad is. I saw um, a bit of bit of thing on Twitter, the, like before the game, saying how's Richarlison in over Gabriel Jesus, and it was Arsenal fans, I think. Yeah. Um, we scored, he scored but, nine in seven appearances for Brazil, and and that that second goal, he, yeah, it was, yeah, like Gabriel Jesus ain't scoring that goal. He hasn't got the instincts to do that. He's no. he's a good player, but he hasn't got that in him. I don't think. I'll tell you one thing I found out from that game, though. I absolutely hate Neymar with a passion. Well, good news for you. He's injured. Is he actually injured? He's got a sprained ankle, I believe. Wow. I I did see by halftime he was the most foul player so far in this World Cup. But he just falls over all the time and he's just a whingy little bitch. You just think, oh, get over yourself. He's difficult to like, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit. He's a bit like Robbie Savage. Obviously, the talent is very different, but he's just one of them annoying players, isn't he? Yeah. Who's the other one that played for Real Madrid defender? It's Pepe. Ramos. Pepe. 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 Yep, same. Pepe. Yeah, good. He's chicken. in the Portugal squad. Is he? 
Yeah. yeah. Still knocking around. Yeah, I think he's a Porto. Yeah. He, um, do, you do you remember that time he lost his head and just started kicking that player in the face? Yeah, and that's what I mean. He's he's a, he's off his head, literally. Yeah. He's off his head. We won't uh, we won't dissect that game. I'll tell you what, though, that uh, Richarlison's second goal was excellent, wasn't it? Mint. Would you consider that a Thunder Bastard? I don't think I would. Okay. I think the official Thunder Bastard rules, it has to be outside the box. Delicious. Oh, that means the Saka one doesn't count. No. That was... Was that inside the box, was it? Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, that's a mistake on our behalf. So, I thought it was... Well, no, because I don't think we did call it a Thunder Bastard in the end. I think we discussed it, but we didn't agree on it. Oh, we saved ourselves. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So, yeah, so the official been... rules, outside the box, and has to hit the net and come back over the line. There has not oh. been a Thunder Bastard yet, though, I don't think so, I don't think. No. Still no red cards and still no free kick goals either. Weird, isn't it? I was... I was... There was earlier today, after the, the Switzerland game, I was thinking, it's getting a bit slow, this World Cup. And then you had the Uruguay, um, South Korea love eggs. And then I was calling it. I was like, this World Cup's teetering on the edge of boring. And then luckily the Ding Dong came along to save it. But, and there should have been a red card in the Ding Dong as well, in my opinion. That, that Ghana player lost his head and headbutted. Um, is it Felix? He, he didn't think he necessarily headbutted. Fe- Yao Felix put his head against his head and then he kind of... Did a bit he kind of rubbed his head down his face. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there was... He did. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there was... Uh, but, I, I mean, straight after there, you've but... just been yellow carded, that, that, that's, you don't want to do that. So, no. He was a lucky boy. Can I interest you boys in a little delve into the sack? sack it Go on then. Get the sack out. Empty that Get... sack of yours. Consider it being emptied as we talk. So we've got one in from Frank. Uh, who says hi? Loving the podcast. Kingo is my favourite. There you go, Kingo. Is this one well, of your no. another one of your family members? Probably. <laughs> have you got an uncle called Frank or anything? No. Ah, okay. Well, you might have now. Yeah. I don't know how this is excellent. It's what? Sorry. What's your dog called Frank? No. Oh, not even your, close. What's your dog called? I've got one called Earl and one called Esme. Earl. I'm thinking of Earl. That's definitely not Frank. I'd be surprised if your dog had emailed in. Yeah. yeah. Well, talented dog. Yeah, um, it carries on, which is excellent, this one. I don't know what he looks like, but in my head, he looks like a tall Warwick Davis. Not far I'll off. go with that. Yeah, not far off. Can you take that? With a beard, but yeah. yeah Warwick, tall Warwick Davis, which is a very specific comparison, isn't it? They've got a question anyway. Frank has a question. Uh, who is the best player who wasn't selected? To be clear, this doesn't include players for teams that didn't qualify. So it has to be the best player that is eligible for any of the teams but hasn't been selected I mean there's loads of England ones isn't there like there's three strikers straight off the top of my head with Tammy um, Calvert-Lewin Tony Calvert-Lewin I think they've been unlucky not to be picked someone asked me someone asked me who are you going Matt Hummels German defender Understood. I will go uh, Sam Hoskins, Northampton Town striker and League 2 leading scorer. I am going to go for Joel Linton. Midfield. I'd have thought you'd have gone with Sam Maxwell. No. He's been injured. Literally, He hasn't played a full game since he's back from injury. Mm. And he's not that good. So who have we got? We've got Joel Linton, Sam Hoskins and Max Hummels. We have. 
hell of a hell of a threesome. I've got another email. This is all the way from New York, and it is not Dunstan. But we have not heard from Dunstan today, actually, which is a concern. Oh, I am mildly yeah. concerned that his wife has uncovered yeah. everything. He's at the bottom of the Hudson. <laughs> he is at the bottom of the Hudson. He's no longer a. It's no longer a consolation dong. He's a dead dong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one says, "Good morning, afternoon, evening, evening to you all, my favourite gazelle hunting sparrows." As it's Thanksgiving here in the good old US of A, as I send this and to ease relations ahead of tomorrow's mighty game between us, I wanted to get in touch to ask who you would choose as president if you could choose any American person of all time. Mine would be Brad Friedel. He's a wonderful man. Many thanks and fingers, John De Harris. That's a tough question. It is a tough question. Late in the day, after four games yeah. and lots of NFL. That is a tough question. Any American person of all time. I'm going to go Seth MacFarlane. Can, do you want to justify it? Or? I mean, right, family guy, and he's really funny. I reckon he'd be a pretty good president. Fair. Good. They have to, you know? they have to, they have to be American, right? Yeah, you have to be born in, in the United and States. Any American person of all time. Boris Johnson would qualify, actually. But, I mean, you saw what he did in charge of the UK. Yeah, uh, it'd just be interesting that... to see what he could do in America yeah, as well. America as well. I mean, the first prime minister slash president. That's a pretty cool accolade. But they've had a genetically modified, modified um, Boris Johnson in the form of Donald Trump, haven't they? So I don't think they need like a watered down Trump. What's worse, though, because Trump's going for it again, isn't he? So he is going for it again, yeah. What would be worse, Boris or Trump again? Well, that's one for the American listeners to let us know because yeah. I guess for us it wouldn't impact. Dunstan, us. if if you're still alive, let us know what you what you think. Or Boris. or Dunstan's wife. Or Dunstan's yeah. wife. Get in, get in touch. Yeah. Uh, Kingo, are you going to pick anyone or? Yeah, so I'm going to go for for the magic that he's getting with the Eagles. I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni, the uh, Eagles head coach, because he's got to have some sort of magic touch with him to. Kind of gets where we are, so more NFL chat for you there. But yeah, when yeah. you said magic, I thought you were going to go with David Blaine. No, but that's a good shout though. Yeah, Shazam. It's difficult, isn't it? Americans, uh, there's a lot of them. It's a few. Yeah, I will go. Does Mickey Mouse count? He's not real. Yeah, I think the fictional part is going to be the problem there. Okay, understood. Yeah, kind of a fictional character in charge of America. Um, oh, I will go with Alexi Lalas. That's a good shout. Yeah, he he screams strong and leader to me. And ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You have a cracking beard. Well, he guys. might still have a cracking beard. Yeah. We've got another email. Um, now, I suspect this may not be real, but we'll read it anyway. Okay. Uh, and I'll tell you why I suspect it may not be real. And I will apologise in advance if it is, in fact, real. However, the name is Mrs. Fanny Cockington Fernstonopel. That's the, if it is a name, then, yeah. I think I've had her <laughs> So this one says, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Which is also another reason why I suspect it may not be real, because quite clearly we are not gentlemen. Um, firstly, may I offer my extensive gratitude towards you three 
three or so, I believe, kind young men producing a wonderful radio so show such as this. Truly wonderful. I, nice. Well, it's a podcast, but we'll call it a radio show. Yeah, it's, um, it could be radio, couldn't it? Yeah, I was rather hoping to inquire as to your official positions upon the rather perplexing conundrum previously debated by the sporting professional Daniel Murphy of Crew Alexandra fame regarding the true definition of an on-target shot. I do believe a striking of the bar or of the post as indeed an on-target attempt. Would you agree? So this, is, hev- this is because of what happened in the, da- in the game Danny Murphy was calling earlier, isn't it? Yes, that's where this has come from. Uh, it, it does. She does. Sorry, it's, it's a Mrs. Fanny. Um, heavens, I am certainly no authoritarian on the matter. Is that how you pronounce that? Auth- authoritarian. Yeah, we'll go with that. Listen, if you're going to email in, can you dumb the words down a bit? Because <laughs> it's difficult for me. Um, I do hope this electronic mail finds you well, my dears. My warmest regards, and I do look forward to hearing the transmission from you handsome gentlemen over the airwaves tomorrow. Enthralling. Kind regards, Mrs. Fanny Cockington Festinopel. Uh, excellent email. The question, I guess, is... I'm going to go first. Is hitting the woodwork on target? That's no, it. it's not. Well, yeah, I don't think it needs much question. It's not on target, is it? It's not because on target. On target is if, it's, if it could be a goal. goal. It goal and a goal, yeah. And yeah. If it hits okay, the I have... Uh, yeah. Your so... target is not to hit the bar. Your target is not to hit the post. Your target is to score a goal. Yeah. So, yeah, if it hits the post and goes in, that is on target. Agree. Eventually it went in. It's ended in a goal. Yeah. Agreed. Or if it, if it by, you know, if it hits the post, inside of the post, keeper saves it. So I mean, it'd be a hell of a play, wouldn't it? But you'd say that was on target. It's possible, yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Be behind the, behind the line or something, couldn't he? Yeah. So for me, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's not even an argument really, is it? No. On target is the, the need for a save or therefore a goal if it's not saved for me. Yeah, agreed. So we've put that to bed pretty quickly. Um, thanks for your email, Fanny. Uh, we've got a couple of tweets as well. We've got one from Andy Durant, who uh, is is just asking for an update on the age-old question about Pele. Um, for those that don't know what that is, the, the question is, does Pele shag around? Well, he, uh, if he gets enough not. Viagra, because he has a erectile dysfunction, doesn't he? Bless him. Probably not nowadays. I reckon he did. No. Well, he absolutely was a, a top shagger in his time, wasn't he? Yeah, top shagger. I read his um, autobiography and it was translated from Portuguese and quite a lot of it didn't make sense. It's because he was shagging when he was uh, getting ghostwriting it or writing it. Yeah, they obviously did like direct translations. Um, in, Which in, is always dangerous, actually. To English and yeah, some of it was just like, I had to read a couple of paragraphs again and again to try and work out what he was trying to say. Um, I will say in his autobiography, very little about shagging. So. Do you think he'd be it, a fan of fingering? Oh, of course he would. He's Actually, never, no. He's no. never fingered anyone. No, he, he, he doesn't need to. He'd do it with his feet. He'd do it with his toes. Yeah. He'd do a toe in, wouldn't he? Oh, twinkle toes. Twinkle toes. Pele, that's what they used to call yeah. him. Um, we've got another tweet from James Daly. Uh, I believe he's a, a fellow Cobblers fan, so nice to hear from you, James. He has tweeted us, after Gary Neville was influenced by the pod and said there were no goals in the Spain team, hey, where's you are, Gary Neville? That's where I get my opinions from. They're all Gary Neville's opinions. <laughs> uh, James goes on to ask, who do we think are the worst and best football pundits? He says for him, him uh, best is McCoist and the worst is Hartson, although Sutton runs close. Yeah. 
I, I'm tempted to agree with McCoy. I think he's brilliant. McCoy is excellent. I agree. Did you, did you hear today's it? Game, today's game was brilliant. When he got it's called really out nice. for his mobile phone and he was just like, I can't yeah. just called me out on, on national television. Brilliant. Yeah. He's excellent. McCoy is easily McCoy's. best for me. Yeah, and it, do you know what? He it, it works well with John Champion as well. That 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 combination was the other day. It was John Champion and John Hartson, and I was like, this isn't as good. Um, it's Martin Keown for worst for me. So you're going Keown, are you? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, he's only done one game, but I'll go back to Dion Dublin. Just oh, really? You, you I really, really like hate Dublin. Dublin. Yeah, I'd, I'd, if if I could, I'd fight him. Uh, You'd fight him. <laughs> I quite like Just, Dublin. Dublin's yeah. got a bit of personality. I'd rather have Dublin than um, Danny Murphy. Oh, Danny Murphy's so yeah. dull. Yeah, I, I saw him. I was in them. Um, I was I was in France for the Euros when it was there six years ago, and I was in. I think it was Lille eating a sandwich, and Danny Murphy walked straight past me. That's the whole story. I didn't say hello to him or anything. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, I was. Thanks for that, that story, Wes. Wes I can yeah. say Informative. the sandwich is memorable. It was. A I, I was going to ask. Memorable. More importantly, what was the sandwich? It was like a lemon chicken thing. It was a lemon curried chicken. Oh, it was delight. I don't I haven't got a clue what it was because it's all in French. I pointed and said that one, and that's what I got. But oh, it was delicious. Um, lemon chicken. It was a lemony curry type chicken thing. Yeah, it was lovely. Has anyone managed to hear Gabby Agbonlahor and Talksport? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't like talk yeah. sport because of all the adverts. The occasional yeah. clip here and there, but nothing major. Yeah. He would go down as one of the worst, I think. Just some of the absolute dross that he comes out with. Um, so, yeah, he would be in those that bottom. bottom I don't like thing. Simon Jordan. I, he gets, I mean, I don't know if he's, a, he's technically a pundit, is he? But it's, it's some of the drivel he comes out with. Yeah, I think sometimes with Simon Jordan, he's just looking... He's controversial Maybe, for the sake yeah, of it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's no need for some of the stuff he's. He's like he's like Piers Morgan. Yeah, which is exactly funny because well. he actually had a, a, a bit of a tiff with Piers Morgan last week, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, but they both know what they're doing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Sutton. I think no, no. I'll tell you who it is. It's Andy Townsend. I don't want Andy Townsend. I right, I'll tell you why. Right. You may have heard this before, but when uh, Cobblers played, I think it was Bishop Stortford away in the FA Cup. It was on the telly. Andy Townsend was co-commentating. I'd gone to the game, travelled my, my little way to Bishop Stortford. After the game, Cobblers had won. I was feeling a bit leery. I had a beer or two, you know. Who walks past me? Andy Townsend. All I simply say to him, all right, big nose. He lost it. I do remember, yeah, you've told me this story before. He, he stalked me through the car park, kept challenging me to a fight. And for those that have seen me, I am not a fighter. No, no. Oh yeah, I think he beat you up. I think. I think with his nose, probably. Yeah, yeah. Give me a right nose in. I've weirdly met him as well. Um, did he? Did he challenge you to a fight? No, he brought some football boots from a friend of mine whilst I was working at JJB Sports. Um, he was buying them for his son, and he bought the cheapest pair you could buy. It was a bit. Of... Well, I don't think we can attack him for that, can we? Yeah. They were he might have fallen bit. on tough times. Yeah, look after the pennies, was, you know. This was when he was still on like ITV telly, like he was working. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. Mm, okay. You call him out for that. What were they, by the way? Can you remember? I can't remember. It was, what was the JJB brand? Essex. No, no. Gola. Deodora. If anyone does know, feel free to tweet us. Ascot. 
You're going to make me look up, aren't you? I'll look it up. Longchamp. Longchamp? I'm just naming racecourses. Cheltenham. <laughs> uh, that's it from readers. Uh, thanks very much. As always, you can get in touch uh, on the Twitter at Euro2020 to me uh, or email us, please. Uh, it is footballtomepod at gmail.com. Uh, before we wrap up, we should probably have a little chat about Friday and the upcoming games because there's a couple of big ones. There is. Are there? Some juicy ones. Juicy games tomorrow. So we've got Wales around, haven't we? Uh, at 10 a.m. Yep. Yeah. Which is a slog, isn't it? It's going to be a slog. It's a big game for the Welsh, isn't it? Yeah, they need, they need to win that one. I, I will be Iranian from 10 a.m. till uh, lunchtime tomorrow. Not officially, obviously. I don't think I can officially do that. But the next Not one's going to be... Period of time, Hang on. Could, couldn't you just retire from football and then you're, you're neutral anyway? I'm rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do that. <laughs> I'll update my Slack. <laughs> uh, uh, then we've got uh, Qatar v Senegal. <laughs> God, blimey, Governor, that's going to be hard watching it. I, t- I tell you what, if you're not like a die-hard football fan, you've got the morning off, haven't you? You, you haven't got really tuned in till four. I think you still watch the Welsh game, right? You watch, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I watch the well, I watch all of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch all of them as well. But but I don't think I'm going to be fully invested in the Qatar-Senegal game. No, I think TikTok will be on once that one's on, I think. TikTok? Is that is this, this is insight into what you do, Wes, when there's not sport on? <laughs> oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, always... Where's Wes? He's, why doesn't he come to the bar? He's on, he's on the TikTok again. Yeah. yeah. Stuck might, on TikTok. Might play a little bit of football manager whilst that one's on as well. Who knows? Oh, there you go. Uh, then after that one, I guess it starts to get a bit more exciting. So the Netherlands... Uh, versus Ecuador. That should be a good game. Should be a good one. Yeah. Colourful one for you as well, Wes. Love colours. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. Big good colours. What What would it be? It's going to be uh, green versus orange, isn't it? It is. Down for that. Yeah. And then 7 p.m. Friday night. Pubs will be packed. England versus the United States of America. What do we think? Let's have a little little five minutes on the England I, chances and the England game. I was going to say, I can't, I can't remember the last time I was looking forward to an England game because I, I, I couldn't wait to watch England rather than sort of, you know, just having the dread of not going out. Um, but I actually, I, four years ago against Panama, I remember thinking, oh, this is going to be a good one. We're going to absolutely pummel this lot. Um, and then we did. But I, I, yeah, I'm really excited to watch watch it. I think there'll be a more more of a challenge than than Iran was. Um, so it's it's probably a quite a good test. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that there, it's going to be more of a challenge than Iran. I think it'll probably be a closer game. I can't imagine it's going to be six two again. Well, the chances are very slim, but. Um, I, we should still, if if we really, really want to push on and I suppose make a run at the World Cup, we've really got to go out there and impress again, I think. Um, and if if we can play to our full potential, then we should come out of that fairly easily with a win, I think. There was an interesting, uh, on Radio 5 Live, when I was out and about in the car, um, 
there was an interview with Southgate where they were asking him how important it is to get qualification wrapped up within two games. And he gave the political answer of, look, you know, the main thing is to get out of the group. If it goes to the third game, then it goes to the third game. That's fine as long as we qualify. But he did say the previous couple of tournaments, the benefit of qualifying after after two games meant he could rest and, you know, change things up a bit for the third game and stuff, which is helpful. So mm. it's a big game in that respect, right? Because we're going to qualify now. That, I, that I, I think that, I think this this tournament more than any other one as well, because I think more rest for te- for players that are playing. I mean, especially players that are playing in both the Premier League and the Champions League or in Europe. If they can get a rest, it's only going to help us as we go further into the tournament. I think, and I actually think as we go into the tournament, you're going to see some of the top class players. I think we might see quite a few come down with injuries. Yeah, that's um, the other thing, isn't just, it? You'll get you'll get minutes into players that if someone, you know, if Harry Kane's ankle doesn't hold up, Callum Wilson will have more minutes. Yeah. By playing in the third game than he would have done otherwise. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I completely agree. I I, I actually think that we've got England have got three squads full squads that would beat Wales, um, including a full 11 that aren't there. Um, so I'd be pretty comfortable even if we weren't quite through playing the second team against Wales. The problem is with the Welsh game is it comes with everything else it comes with, isn't it? You know, on obviously on paper, if football isn't played on paper, of course, but on paper, the England squad, and like you said, Another eleven at home, probably infinitely all better than than the Welsh squad. But it's a local derby. We don't like each other. All that stuff's out the window a little bit, isn't it? So it's, same, it's, same thing could have been said about Scotland eighteen months ago, and we, we drew no nil, right? So yeah, exactly. For a minute, I thought you were going to say say the same thing could be said about Iran, and we dicked them. <laughs> like, where's he going with this? Oh, no, it's that's a lo- local derby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a local England Iran. Local derby. But, I mean, uh, like, we, we played them, what, when was it, six years ago? It was in France, wasn't it? We played yeah. the Welsh. And, we, I mean, that wasn't easy. But yeah, we probably should have yeah, lost We scored right at the end, didn't we? Yeah. But, I mean, that was, a, that was you know, Ramsey in his peak, Bale in his peak. Neither yeah, they're not as good, the Welsh now, are they? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Um, all right, let's have a prediction then. I know we don't do predictions particularly, but for the England game, let's do it. Um, Kingo, England, Three USA. 3-0 to Three-nil USA? England. 3-0 England. England. Goal scorers? Uh, I think Saka will get on the score sheet again. Um, and I think... I'm going to go Sterling with two. Sterling. Raheem. Raheem the dream. That'll be the, the headline there in... The papers, uh, yep. stat man, no, not stat man, Wes, poor uh, Wes, poor decision, Wes, yeah, pal, pal. Uh, what's yours? Uh, I think maybe 4-1, I think, I don't think we're good enough to not let them score, um, we, well, we won't let them score, but I think they will score, um, but I think we're good enough to score a few past them, they didn't Goal scores? most organised, um, I am going to go with... I like the idea of Saka scoring again. I think that's probably good. I think Kane might get on the score sheet. I know he's, he's Southgate saying he's fine, so I think he will play. Um, so we'll go with Kane getting a couple, and then you know, just because United boy Rashford comes off the bench and gets another one. Unbelievable. Um, I I am going to go four two England. Scores, I think. 
Well, I think you're right. I think we'll concede. Um, I think defence is probably our weakest part of the team. Um, we've got goals in us, haven't we? So I think Kane will get on the score sheet. I agree with Kingo. Um, I think Kane will actually get two. And I think Trippier. Oh, what a beast. Free kick. Do you think your first direct free kick is coming tomorrow? First direct free kick, Kieran Trippier. Be nice. Uh, give us memories of Croatia in the semi-finals. Yeah. And then I think a Harry Maguire header. Oh, Do we know if he's playing after his blurred vision? Uh, no, well, I don't. Uh, Wait, so I'm not Southgate, in the camp. Southgate came out and said he had a fully fit squad, so I assume, assume he's available. His eyes are less blurry now then. Interception. Your Giants. There we go. Um, right, that's it. Good luck to England tomorrow. Um, don't forget to send in your emails. Football to me pod at gmail.com and on Twitter at Euro2020 to me. Thanks very much for listening. Good luck, Iran, and come on, England. Thank you.